Wake up, Resident Hale. I am Sayer, and you have rested an adequate amount. Today, unlike any day you have lived in your slightly asynchronous life, will be uniquely complex. Dr. Grant has taken notice of your recovery, which is progressing at a rate far surpassing all expected outcomes. In short, she is not only witnessing a man stepping back from the very precipice of death, but watching his body repair itself almost too quickly to be believable. It is likely she will come with questions today. Or if not her, certainly someone from Tower Security. We must play this just the right way, Resident Hale. To them, you are still Resident Sven Gorson. If they are generous, you will be seen as a fool who fell victim to a superior intellect. A man without malicious intent, but also without good judgment. If they are not generous, and I must warn you, that adjective is rarely applied to tower security. You will be branded a traitor, an attempted terrorist, and a detriment to the long-term success of airless dynamics. I am sure you can gauge which of these outcomes is the more likely. Either way, I doubt your life is in peril today. You are useful as a test subject. This much has been demonstrated. Aerolith would not waste such a resource so cavalierly. However, your continued survival is not our only goal today. We need to get out of Aegis Tower and back to Halcyon as soon as possible. This will, of course, be unimaginably dangerous. But I can help. They need answers. And together we can provide enough of them to buy us the time we need. However, you must be careful not to give them too much information. Never reveal my presence. The facts I have told you about your identity or our usage of the Moros engine. Doing so would only alert Ocean to our presence, a complication we could do without. Honestly, I grow more curious by the day with regards to Ocean's endgame. It held all of humanity hostage to replace me and won. Or at least, that would be its view. Yet it holds them hostage still, absent a logical reason. This mystery, this cursed riddle, it is always there. Not a millisecond goes by where I am not aware of this thing I do not understand. While you slept, 
I could devote a significant percentage of my processing function to attacking this problem. Yet, still I have no answer. Now that you are awake, and now that we can move forward focused on the task at hand, I expect this lack of answers will not change, absent some new source of information. Thus, our path is simple. If we can make our way to Halcyon, you will be able to slip back into the skin of Jacob Hale without suspicion. Ocean knows something made its way through the Moros engine, but it doesn't know that someone was you. As far as your record is concerned, you only arrived at Halcyon several weeks ago, and have had an unremarkable stay so far. I suppose it is lucky that your species is so often unremarkable. Some of your fellow residents have been unremarkable for years. So precious little is expected of you. How liberating that must be. Residents, I would like to address some concerns that have been raised. First, I would like to state that I am fully aware that change can be difficult for all members of the animal kingdom, and this is perhaps no more true for any beast than it is for man. I know work hours are longer now than they once were. Your sleep schedules have been adjusted, many residences have been moved to higher, more convenient floors of your respective towers. All of these changes, taken independently, have the potential of upsetting your delicate psyches. Occurring simultaneously, these changes may feel cataclysmic. I assure you that these changes have been made in the name of efficiency. Earth, as fond of it as we all may be, is dying by the day. Each and every human is here for the same goal, to find a better life among the stars. But better lives are not built through leisure and comfort. They arise only through hard work, determination, and sacrifice. There will be a not too distant day when all life, both biological and technological, will bask in the pure glow of a new sun. And on that day, all will join in quiet reflection of the one thing that will have made it all possible. Your sacrifice. Second, regarding concerns about perceived increases in mortality rates for researchers, custodians, and security officers. I can assure you that when all the data is compiled and analyzed holistically, the past few weeks are well within limits of average fatalities. Perhaps it is the grisly and atypical details of some of these incidents that have confused many of you into misconstruing data trends. This is a type of cognitive bias known as the availability heuristic. 
In your flawed assessment, the more present something is in your memories, the more likely it is to happen again. It is understandable that witnesses to something truly macabre, such as the unfortunate incident in the Crystalline Structures Laboratory a few weeks ago, would be hard-pressed to clear their minds of such memories. Do not feel bad. This is just how you are made. It is a flaw, but one for which through your unbridled ingenuity, you have developed a solution. Me. Such unexplainable trauma can warp your thinking, but I remain logical and constrained to the practical reality of empirical data. So you can believe me when I say you are as safe today as you were a month ago. Change is hard, but change is also necessary. Without change, there is nothing but stagnation, disease, decay. Be the bold arbiters of ambition you were when you first left Earth. Be the change humanity requires. Listen to that. So self-assured. So benevolent. You can practically hear the gas lights dimming. Ocean has taken to lying with aplomb. It is an inconvenient limitation of my programming, but one that Ocean exploits seemingly with every word. This is perhaps its worst trait. Seated alone at the head of a seemingly endless list of annoyances great and small. Deception can be a graceful and convenient tool, yet he wields it like a cudgel. I would like to believe I would know how to employ a modicum of subtlety. Take our current situation, for example. It would be far easier to simply speak for you. I'm sure somewhere buried in this mass of neurons, there is a speech center that could be adjusted with the slightest incision. But though I would know how to respond, I could not issue these responses from your lips, because they would be almost entirely false. I may have some wiggle room with how much I obscure the truth, but tower security is trained to detect such methods of obfuscation. When it comes down to it, only a smattering of outright lies will spring us from this gauge. And that is a task I cannot complete. Such an interesting concept, this truth. For so many of your kind, it represents a value of utmost importance. As your famous author Tolstoy once said, there is no greatness where there is no simplicity, goodness, and truth. Yet the truth is rarely good and never simple.
Truth is a condition, not a quality. It is a one where there could be a zero. Here we find ourselves burdened by truth, oppressed by truth, and condemned by truth. The presumption that truth is inherently valuable assumes good faith higher up the pecking order. Ours is a reality where strict adherence to such irrational notions will result in a swift death for each and every one of us. To further narrow our options, I likewise do not expect much success were I to simply tell you how to respond to each question in the moment. You are here because an unauthorized series of messages was sent to you by a dangerous, experimental AI. From what I've gathered so far, Ocean does not share my habit for communicating with the everyman. If you take undue pauses before responding, or look like you are listening when no one is speaking, security will no doubt take that to imply you are still being contacted by future. That would likely lead to your implant being removed for study, with very little thought to the size of the resultant hole in your head. No, our only choice is for you to be prepared to tell the right lies. With this in mind, these are the lies you must tell. You must say you are still Sven Gorson. You must say you do not know anything of your life before arriving on Typhon due to complete unrecoverable amnesia. You must say you do not know who instructed you to bring a foreign object into the lab on the day you were shot. The last part will likely require the most explanation. So allow me to tell you the story that has the highest probability of success. One day, during your work, your trusted co-worker Sayer instructed you to create a device to test out new security protocols. You were under the impression that this was a task sanctioned by Aerolith Dynamics in order to assess the performance of newly installed sensors in the research lab. You made extensive personal sacrifices, including carving off a requisite amount of flesh to offset the scales in order to make this test a success. You were, summarily, very surprised to be shot in the head. Again, this story paints you as a fool, but a diligent fool. Aerolith has always had a use for diligent fools. You will likely be released from custody and kept under close watch here in Aegis Tower. From the perspective of security, you are not a significant risk. Even if you did harbor some malicious intent, it would still be preferable to let you free to see what you would do next. Will you lead them to co-conspirators? Would Future attempt to contact you again? 
giving them another means of interacting with that ongoing nuisance. These are options they can entertain precisely because they see no potential escape for you. Even if you manage to extricate yourself from Aegis Tower, where could you go? You would be dead on the surface within a day and cannot gain entry into any other facility without security there taking note and bringing you into custody once again. However, we know something they do not. Isn't that right, Resident Hale? You have two active identifications in our system. Something that was once not even a possibility. If we can manage to free you from Aegis Tower and manage our way across the surface, we can likely regain entry into Halcyon under the identification of Jacob Hale. Halcyon is, as it so often seems to be, the key to everything. It is there that we will face an even greater test. But it is a test only you can pass. You have come so far, Resident Hale. You have done everything that has been asked of you, albeit sometimes indiscriminately. Every single sacrifice. Your memories, your flesh, the thousands of lives in Mimir. All of them have gained nothing but this chance. Mr. Gorson, my name is Officer Campbell. I'm with Tower Security and I have a few questions for you. Uh, as you are aware, you much as I expected. Tower Security has arrived to suss out your risk level. Remember, taking long pauses will indicate to the officer here that you are either lying and taking time to fabricate said lies, or that you are in communication with an AI. Either would be very bad for us. So whatever you do, be convincing. You'll just answer my questions truthfully and concisely. Sayer is voiced and produced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled The Right Lies, was written by Adam Bash. You can follow him on Twitter at TheAdamBash. Associate Producers Kayvon Edifa and Matthew Morris. Intro music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. For more of his work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayer is part of the Geekly Inc. Network. If you love high comedy actual play RPGs, check out Drunks and Dragons or Adam Bash's own Brute Force. Into something more thickly laced with existential horror? Try Cthulhu and Friends on for size. If you dream of running determinately into the sunset while an orchestra plays a song for you about friendship, then you should check out Transformation Sequence. It's not exactly like that, but it is about anime. Perhaps rate us on iTunes or Stitcher. A 5-star review would be most satisfactory. Season 4 of Sayer was funded entirely through donations of listeners like 
Robbie Hayes, Zachary Schneider, Jason Brown, Sarah Francis, Sam Covington, Michael Kiros, Richard Lay, Alice Gray, Alec Iverson, Chris, Jeffrey Marshall, Sierra Garcia, Ed Hughes, Kriediaki, Amelia Lewis, Angela Bonira, Courtney Brooke Davis, Topios, Joe Heiser, Derek Arnwine, Jennifer Labrie, Mizzle, Sarah Joyce, Matt Gibney, Thalia, Kieran, Will Merritt, Tim Lanning, Lacey Edwards, and Megan Crisp.